Should we stop? Let's <laughs> <laughs> wait. I'm all for it. Do you remember what the name of my podcast is? I'll be really impressed if you do. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I'll be impressed if you can remember it. Something about vegan. <laughs> there it is. Uh, the world's best vegan podcast. I, don't know. I know it. That name was taken. Uh, That's such a shame. Do you know it? Through the vegan door? No. It's passing through passing the vegan through. Oh, I was so close. That was close, 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 close. <laughs> I get half a point. So I wanted to do one on vegetarianism That's because me. you're vegetarian. It's true. So we were, gonna, we were just talking about how long you were vegetarian for. So I want to know because I don't think we've spoke about this. So this oh, is a good time this is great. to speak about it. So tell me, how long have you been vegetarian for? Well, let me tell you, I'm not entirely sure. So... <laughs> And um, that's the end of that. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. we have. No, I mind, it was, I'd always thought about it for ages. Mm-hmm. And then the only reason I didn't is because whenever I was living at home, it was um, like with my mum and stuff, it was just, she was making meals and my dad's like a big meat eater. Um, and then whenever I moved out and uh, went to uni, I couldn't afford meat. So I just, just ended up eating vegetarian by accident until I went out for dinners. And then I went to go visit one of my friends who's vegan um, in Glasgow. And because she's vegan, we just weren't mm-hmm. eating a lot of meat. And then I just ended up being vegetarian, essentially, because of her. So yeah. I thought it was interesting that you said that you're vegetarian, not vegan, and then that your boyfriend is vegan. Yeah, so he used to be vegan before we were dating and then stopped and then was, like, big, like, fucking McDonald's, Rustler's Burgers, sort of, like... Basic. What, like, full-on meat eater? Yeah, it was, like, meat that wasn't meat, you know what I mean? It was, like, the fake takeout like meat. meat. Yeah, and then... All of a sudden, he was just... I think it was after I came back from Glasgow and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to like properly be vegetarian now. He was like, okay, I'm going to be vegan again. And then it made it like a lot easier. But then, so because we couldn't sort of not eat meat together. Do it together. That's mad that you can just jump from... Yeah, and it didn't like... He, yeah, because I always thought that was strange. And then whenever he would fluctuate, he would be like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to like eat meat again. There was never... He was never just like mm. vegetarianism. He would never just go to the middle. It was always like, I'm eating meat or Go I'm big not. or go home. Yeah. What, what was his reason for doing that then? His for for being like, vegan? Um, environmental reasons. And then he, he said he never thought about vegetarianism because every time he was like, oh yeah, well like in for a penny, in for a pound. Mm. Like may as well just not eat any of the products. Or eat them i guess that's fair but yeah so i think now anytime he's saying if he ever went back to like not being vegan he would definitely Mm -hmm. go vegetarian instead just because of like how strict it is like i just yeah because like shakira um who was the one that i went to go see in glasgow she was always vegetarian for i think i said before like religious reasons she was vegetarian okay um, she just looked into it more and then was like oh yeah you know what veganism is probably more for me and then just went into it. And now she's, I think she's so good though. Like she is so on the ball with her veganism. Mm. Like she's not like, she's very, not like quiet about it, but she's just sort of doing her own thing. But everything's just reading the labels. Are you trying to say that I'm not, you, you look to I me am. and like, I am. man, you are an annoying vegan and she's it's really true. Nice she's vegan. just not even, she's just like, cause she's never ate meat. And then whenever she just she just mentioned it, she'd be like, oh, yeah, like, you can make vegan things. And she'd be sending you recipes. Mm. But she'd be like, yeah, it's no worries. Like, you know, you don't need to, like, I'll just, I'll bring my own food, that sort of thing. She was yeah. so just, like, not wanting to get in anyone's bother about it. Like, whenever um, 
it's like before we went to go see her in Glasgow um she came to have dinner at my house and my mum was really stressed because she's never cooked for a vegan before because mm-hmm. at this point I wasn't dating my boyfriend and then she was, she was just like freaking the fuck out because she had to make like a vegan chili and then she's like, it's actually really easy. So my mom's trying to go vegetarian now. Oh, what a guy. Yeah, but dad's just like, because he can't cook for himself. So, because he's useless. That's bad that they've never eaten meat. I think that's like, I met a girl last year who's never, ever eaten meat. Mm-hmm. Who has always been vegan. So, yeah. Like, because her parents were vegan. Yeah, it's like, you get, I think... I can't remember who it was. It was, like, I think, one of the celebrities. I just remember seeing a video on. She said that she was raised, raised vegetarian, but she was lactose intolerant and she didn't like eggs. So she just ended up, like, she was just vegan, essentially. Oh, okay, just like a... Yeah, like, just so happy from, like, dietary restrictions and then also accidentally not... Accidentally vegan. Yeah, she was accidentally vegan. Mm. I just think it's quite interesting. But, yeah, she's just, like, never had meat because it was, like... It was difficult for her to get meat where she was because it's, like, not halal and stuff mm. like that, like, in the way it was made. So she just went, ah, you know what? for the environmental reasons I'll also just be vegetarian okay and then a few years I think whenever she was like 16 she decided to just go vegan so why why okay why are you vegetarian then what was your reasons for being vegetarian definitely environmental also just like sometimes meat just weirds me out I never was never really a big fan of meat whenever mm. I was younger like I would sort of like pick around bits I'd only eat like certain bits of the, the meat that I was eating I was very picky in that sense and yeah and then I just, for environmental reasons as well, and just like ethical reasons, moral reasons, I was like, you know what? I may as well. I basically am. And then I just thought I'd like commit to it and put a label on it and like be a bit more strict with myself mm. in what I ate. Because the only time I'd really eat meat was like going out for dinner mm. because it's like the convenience of choice. Like, yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to ask you? What are you going to ask me? What do you think I'm going to ask you? Oh, who's to say? Do you want to go get a burger? No. <laughs> Why aren't you vegan? It's not like no, it's not really like, I say it's not really like why aren't I vegan, I'm just like happy, so I'm so content being vegetarian and I really, really enjoy it and I think it's great, really enjoy the food I make Mm -hmm. and I think it's accessible for me as well um, because just for like dietary restrictions and stuff like that, I don't consume a lot, I'm pretty content with the amount of like milk, I don't drink a lot of milk, I don't really like cheese, things like that, just from like the taste of stuff only really eat reg I've only actually started eating eggs because I became vegetarian for like protein reasons okay like things like that but I know there's great alternatives but um I don't know I just think I would probably wither away if I didn't if I went vegan I've looked into it a bit and I'm just I'd like honestly if like I went to a doctor I think they'd be like don't do it (laughs) also I think my mum would explode if I tried to because she just thinks I'd die so just because I'm interested does Mm -hmm. the moral kind of reasons of why vegetarian mm-hmm. do those moral reasons not extend to veganism well yeah obviously but for you i mean i just think i'm i've always like thought of things like that and like in the sense of what i eat and the amount i eat i think personally i'm content in my contributions to the environment and like the practicality of my career and like what i'm doing at the minute as well as like my general just goals in life and as well as that just like my day-to-day of like vegetarianism and reducing my meat consumption and also like just if I'm around people and I'm like oh yeah like you know eat me meat and other things and also with like working in SRI able to like spread that word of just environmental conscious being like conscious about your environmental impact but I just feel like I would put a lot of pressure on myself um 
for like that big of a change and i also think i would just kick myself up about it a lot because mm. it's like that you know if you like i've every now and then i eat like a marshmallow and i'm like oh for fuck's sake and that's like little things that are very easy to avoid mm. but with veganism it's like just because there's such a wide variety of things that you're restricted on i just feel like i'd be kicking myself up about that and i would be so like on edge with the things i eat and or i'd be like oh i can't eat that and then all these different things but i do think they do overlap obviously in their environmental impact but i don't know i'm very content with so my... you think it'd be too much kind of mentally to mm. like monitor your diet to the extent yeah i also think it's just like quite a dangerous game to play with like dietary restrictions and stuff like that mm. um i'm just like worried of the sense of like you know if you're just like monitoring like in my personal case if you're monitoring how much you're eating and like what you're consuming and things i just feel like it can sort of slip in to other problematic things but that's more of a personal thing i'm sure it's no no i i didn't consider that but then heather said that the other day about how people with maybe you know previously undiagnosed kind of eating disorders mm -hmm. that they can then use veganism as an excuse to is that right yeah to not it's like similar to the idea of like I remember talk, um, hearing this thing about wrestling mm. and it was like you know the way with wrestling there's like all the weight classes and boxing as well it's like weight is a big factor into like the sport that they play mm. and how like it's so covered up and wrapped like wrestling and boxing can it's just eating disorders with like a bow on it and like it's so like normalized I feel like veganism can slip into that not for its purest form and not what it's meant to be but I do think it is like it can whether you want it, it can lead you down that path if you've already walked down it before. Mm. That sort of thing. I think like a lot of the behaviours as well kind of overlap. Mm -hmm. So like that's why it's quite such a like a slippery slope. Yeah, it's like they're two okay. they're completely two different things, but it's just like, the so behaviors are similar. To, which is why I'm very content where I am. Well, it's like when uh as it, like last year or it might have been this year. What year is it? Twenty twenty two. Yeah. I don't know if it was this year or last year that the UK government announced that every restaurant all oh, the calories calories yeah. had to yeah. had to announce yeah. the calories now for me i'd like to think that i'm like aware of personal issues that people face mm -hmm. but i'm obviously i don't know everything but i'm also open to understanding what people go through so for me i've never had any eat disorders luckily mm. um so when that news came about and then i started to go to restaurants and saw that calories like for me, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool now because I can, I am quite a skinny guy and sometimes I know I don't eat enough calories in the day. Yes, so this did, is like... a good way for me to monitor. And I think at the time I was training for my marathon, mm -hmm. so I needed to eat more. So this was cool. I was like, yeah, this is cool. But then I started to read people being unhappy about it and mm -hmm. how people who have eating disorders, this can be a bit of a trigger for them. Mm -hmm. So I never... I started to see it from kind of their side of it and yeah. thinking I can understand if that's something that you it's like, it's like a, can distress you and now it's been shoved in your face every time you go for a meal. Yeah, it's, it's like, I just, I, I do think with like veganism as well, it's like you always, it, it, I don't know, like with like healthy food and stuff like that, it's like, oh yeah, it's vegan. It's a sort of like, it's like healthy food, good food. And then it's just like low calorie food, vegan food. Mm. Sometimes they can sort of be bunched in together, which isn't necessarily always the case. And it's not what people necessarily want to do. But yeah. I just think it's like, yeah. But 
vegetarianism, I feel like it's just, it's the sort of laid backness that I like need while also like allow me to reduce my impact on the environment. And as well, like, I just don't really buzz off meat that much, to be honest. <laughs> like, That's cool. So you, you, you're, you're, you have more like a, like your boyfriend is an all or nothing person, but you can, mm-hmm. you have like a, your moral compass has like a scale. Yeah, it's And like, you're happy to sit somewhere on that scale. It's all in like, I remember we had like this, me and Darren had this really, really interesting conversation about like veganism and stuff like that. And it was talking about the, um, like veganism and it's like commercial impact mm. and i was saying like yeah because like there's vegetarian options and um like more widely because vegetarianism is all like obviously it's veganism has always been around vegetarian has always been around but i feel like vegetarianism has like a broader scope of why people go vegetarian like i said like religious reasons whatever yeah this is this this and that where veganism it tends to like be a bit of that and then a lot of ethical reasons um but we were talking about like mcdonald's producing like a wider range of vegan stuff and then he was like yeah it's brilliant because you know the more vegans there are then the more options there'll be which means the more vegans there will be which is great because that benefits the environment exponentially and I was like yeah that's great then I was also like should vegans eat at McDonald's ethically considering their like just general impact on the environment Mm. and their treatment of animals and things like that and I was like "Eh," like realistically like I don't really eat at McDonald's very often for that reason and it's like I'm quite trying to be quite aware as well as like the actual like food I consume but the products that I consume mm. so like like just because the town I was from and everything like that like mom would always buy from like the fishermen because mm. we ate a lot of fish and it's like farming towns as well so we'd be buying from like John down the road that sort of stuff so there was less of that like commercial impact of okay. buying things and we had this like incredible conversation about like commercial veganism and like how you can sort of you know like um, greenwashing. Yeah. We were talking about like greenwashing in that sense, and he was just like so unaware of it. So he was so happy to buy from these big companies that do detrimental things to the environment as a vegan. And I just thought it was like a really interesting conversation to have because I was trying like on the balance scale of like what I'm actually eating. Yeah, I'm like not going full all out in for a penny and for a pound, mm. but I try and like scale it, I guess, with where I'm buying from and like how I'm buying it and I'm like okay well that company's a bit shit mm. <laughs> like and the things they've done and they're like okay they have a vegan menu that's pretty good but then it's like okay well they've also like done this in the environment I think I think a lot of the time it's kind of just choosing the better of two evils because yeah like for me yeah I do buy a McPlant every now and then from mm. Mackey's because I've like I grew up eating McDonald's yeah, and yeah. then I became vegan and then they announced the vegan burger at McDonald's and I was like, Woo. for me, it was like, whoa, I'm being rewarded for making good life choices. Yeah. And I always believe in kind of the supply and demand of things, you know, when people struggle to kind of understand vegetarian and veganism as, you know, you not buying that dead animal is gonna save an animal's life. Like it's mm. a hard concept to get your head around, but it's about supply and demand. If I don't buy that, mm. then it won't get replaced, and and that's how it works. So, for me, if 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 more people are buying them at Plant Burger than a Big Mac, mm-hmm. then supply and demand is gonna shift yeah, in that direction. That's like the exact conversation we had, and then it was because he was just like, yeah, like supply and demand, like mm. more vegans and there's more at Plant. That means about having to produce less meat and that's great and then I was like but yeah like there's still like still a company that's just yeah behind the scenes they don't I, rem- I remember 
uh, reading an article last year and it was like, I don't know, somewhere in England, McDonald's, a new McDonald's has just opened and it's the first ever, like, um, zero impact green mm-hmm. McDonald's that's been built because of the way it's been built and the way it's going to run. Mm-hmm. And it's like a climate zero McDonald's. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Like, McDonald's there's, is one of the biggest contributors. Yeah, there's no way to have that name and then, like, be zero. No, no. Like, it's like, the building, We've maybe. used good bricks. Yeah. Yeah, but you're also flipping one of the biggest contributors to climate change yeah. in the world. So that that was that's greenwashing. Yeah, but, it's like that Pepsi ad, you know, with, like, Kendall Jenner. And it's like... <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Wait, what, what's that? Oh, it's oh, I can't even describe it. It's it's so it's Pepsi Max and obviously like oh Coke and stuff like that. But it is there's like this big riot going on mm. and then Kendall Jenner's like fucking walking through and she's like oh my god choose peace choose love and then gives like it's like a Black Lives Matter like fucking protest that's turned oh, into a riot. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And she gives and them she like a Pepsi. a Pepsi and she's just like we have saved the world. Everyone's great and everyone's having a dance after it. and it's like okay one thing that product's terrible for the environment. Another thing what are you doing? And it's oh, sort yeah. of like it's try to like associate and cover up of being like mm. and then it's it was so like bland and vague I that know, it just meant yeah. pepsi is good and brings people together it, it never took a stance on anything in that <laughs> issue either it was just the most like random piece of thing and it, it's i i just think that is like greenwashing of the, in that sense of like mcdonald's being like first this building's really good look at mm. the invested please don't look to the right where we've killed all these animals and also done this terrible all this terrible stuff to the environment mm. look over there and McDonald's has that had a big thing a few years ago of like getting rid of the plastic straws and mm-hmm. yeah, like you like get rid of plastic straws but get like this paper straw that's coated in plastic in a plastic cup, mm. Mm. like that. Like the whole I remember I was really really drunk and I like just cornered someone in a party and for forty five minutes I just like went off about the greenwashing of plastic straws mm. of like like, just, like oh yeah there's no straws the turtles are saved and it's like yeah but like you're just like. I think the thing is as well, like, they got rid of the plastic straws mm-hmm. and they keep the plastic cups, cup lids. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's stupid. You've still got the same amount of plastic. Yeah. It's just different. It's like that, it's like that whole thing with, was it Sprite? Sprite that changed its bottle from a bright green to, like, a, just, like, a clear plastic, so it was mm. less recognisable yeah. in the pollution because you could, like, <laughs> see Sprite bottle and recognise it. And be like, oh, that's Sprite. And then in pictures of heavy pollution areas or like just these like absolute like waste dumps you could like point out a sprite bottle and they're associated with the company so they changed their bottle so it would like not be so visible in the way so that there's like being like okay yeah well it's we're not going to change anything but at least they won't be able to see us (laughs) (laughs) at least they can't call us out for it yeah it's like that and i just think we're owning up to our bad choices yeah so i just think um as well as like like veganism vegetarian like going back to the matter at hand i just think there's other elements as much as like for my own personal like more because i think all your own impact like if you choose to throw something in the bin to mm. throwing it on the ground to eat meat not eat meat not eat meat not eating any animal products i just think any amount of activity is good activity but then there's also like being aware of how you're doing it good intentions can only get you so far that sort of thing okay i i i i do understand like for me i find it difficult to comprehend anything other than doing everything Mm, yeah like what what's the point in doing one good deed but then 
not acting on other parts of your life? You know, what's the point in helping an old woman cross the road and then burning down a cow? See, that's, I remember, like, once again, I had this conversation because, like, me and Darren just talk about things like this all the time. Mm. But then, like, one, it's in the same way, like, two positives don't make a negative. A positive, like, you can't, just because you've done something bad doesn't mean you can't, like, it doesn't erase the good thing you did. Like, say if you threw something on the ground and then you decided to eat something vegetarian, like, you're like, okay, yeah. It, I just think there's balance in some sort of things and you can't be condemned for one act <clears throat> and then revered for another. I just think in human nature, it's all very balanced. Like, in the same idea of, like, going completely meat-eater to vegan and then maybe going completely meat-eater again, like, you've still done, like, an exponential amount of change whenever you're yeah. vegan. And then you, a personal choice that's, like, not been influenced by anyone else but your own decision to go back to meat, eating meat and then changing again. All these different things. Like, I don't ever plan on eating meat again. Like, mm. I can't imagine myself. Like, whether I do or not, that's a different, like, question. But I just think in that, like, what's the point? I'm like, okay, there's always a point in doing things like that. Uh, is that idea, like, like Matthew always says mm, yeah. you know he's really big on oil is ruining the world yeah. which it is and he you know he gave up his car and he, he reads a lot on it mm-hmm. but then he'll buy a burger from the takeaway every night yeah like i, I suppose s- it's whatever you're interested in you put your efforts in towards mm-hmm. but you're not about to like a positive and a negative I don't know. Yeah, I can see where it's a bit like, well, if you did want, like, once again, the whole idea, in for a penny, in for a pound, but I suppose people just have their own limits. Mm. And, like, also, the fact he got rid of his car is brilliant, and he's, like, he's stopped his actual, like, his climate footprint has got, his, like, carbon footprint has gotten smaller, Mm. and then he gets a burger, his climate footprint, like, in that regard of his, like, travel. Yeah. Like, it's still exponentially, I keep using that word, it's it's still, like, it's still decreased, whether it's, like, because he would have gotten that burger either way, but then now he's, he's reduced. He's like, yeah, he's reduced. He's like walked to go get the burger rather yeah. than driven to go get the burger. Like I'm not saying I'm perfect. No, 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 I, no. I've had to. I've flown here to mm-hmm. be to. You know, I'm. I suppose I'm doing good. You know, living vegan and mm-hmm. rescuing seals. But I've also flown on a plane here. Yeah. And it's like that thing with like I remember whenever Greta Thunberg. It was like whenever she was in the peak of just her. Know notability because now she sort of slid through the cracks a bit more because everyone's like, Oh, the environment's fine. But um, I remember everyone was like getting at her for one thing because it was like, Oh, yeah, like she's doing amazing work. She flew there to go do that. I was like, Yeah, she still fucking did amazing work. Like, no, she never, she's never flown. Oh, yeah, like she like sailed, but it was like, she, like, I always looked up to her because she she traveled around the world, but she she was invited to do a talk in America and and she she sailed sailed over for like, yeah, but then there would be like other environmental people. So that was obviously a poor example, but like other environmental people like speaking at the UN oh yeah same so work. Much and they'd be like yeah they flew cooking. there and it's just like yeah but they still fucking like what did you do like come on you're sitting here pointing poking holes in other people's things mm-hmm. there's so much hypocrisy like the yeah. cop uh what are we on now what's what's that the minute cop 20 i don't know whatever the climate conference was last year when mm. all the leaders flew to london or yeah. wherever it was i don't even know now it just annoys, i don't read it anymore because it just annoys me but all the leaders get together shake hands take pictures yeah have a lamb mm-hmm. talk about what they're gonna do for the next year and it's just so ridiculous like, i remember seeing this actually just made me giggle i remember i was in geography class and like, i think it was like a level and just everyone was like oh my god this is incredible but essentially it was i think it was in the maldives I could mm. be wrong, but it was in the maldives let's say 
and Maldives is like it's got insane amount of tourism and that's where it gets most of its money because it doesn't import export a lot of things yeah and um it's just it's not very sustainable that like you can't go to the Maldives sustainably mm. I believe I, I think it is the Maldives I'm just gonna go with that but anyway it was the um leaders of that country and they were addressing the climate impact that they were having and it was just how tourism was just like destroying them because tourists were just absolutely no respect for the landscape that they were admiring mm. and they were like okay you know what we're going to do to show how much we care about the environment we're going to sign this thing and it, to be fair it was like quite it did protect a lot of the areas but they went scuba diving underwater to go do it they signed like the forms underwater and they got loads of pictures of them like in scuba gear yeah, signing have you seen yeah. that yeah. like signing papers underwater to be like yes this is and it was basically the whole idea was that they'd this was the area that they were protecting because obviously it's like the um coral areas mm. that there that's under threat and it was all the planes coming in and boats and scuba divers and mm. and snorkelers that were disrupting the habitats they're like we're gonna sit in it and sign a picture so we can remind ourselves and i'm like bestie what are you doing <laughs> like, like grow up put a sit on and go sit at a table like, like they like just to and it was like that whole it's not quite greenwashing but it's like hey look at me i'm amazing i'm signing this piece of paper we're underwater yeah. this is what we're protecting and it's just like okay it's like whenever people come here and they're like, oh, like, do you not pet them? Do you not pet the seals? Do you not do this? Do you not want to cuddle them? You're always like, why the fuck would I want to do that? Like, we have a purpose here. Like, and the whole I, purpose I think, is to be uninvolved. I think, like, the uh, the detachment of people and mm-hmm. wild animals has become so non-existent nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, we were, I think it was me and you, were looking at pictures of, like, tigers mm-hmm. and people, oh, like, yeah. stroking tigers mm-hmm. that are very obviously drugged up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like oh there's God. this detachment that it's like... We feel like we're entitled to just go and, yeah, uh, you know, pet a wild animal. Mm-hmm. It's like I think I think we watched it. I don't think anyone really paid attention when we were watching it, but me and Cahill and Rob were like, we must watch this film. You know, Princess Mononoke. So it's Studio Ghibli, and I like. Oh yeah. Yeah, revere them for how like well they just pose different questions, and it was so that film's like mainly about environmentalism and like the impacts of human activity directly on the environment. So it's obviously shown in a fantastical way of like this ancient forest and all the creatures there are spirits and um, like they're like ancient gods. So like there's the boar god and the, like the monkeys and everything like that, that they all like guard the forest and they live with, within it as gods. And as the like people of Iron Town are moving in and expanding and growing, it's destroying the forest and then there's that imbalance. There's this whole war that's going to happen. But the way they show it is so like beautiful where you they follow the people of Iron Town and it's like Lady Eboshi is the woman that runs it and she's like prostitutes so people that are running the town and they're like revered and they're respected and she's looking after the lepers of the town and they're helping be a part of the economy and they go to the forest and like yeah we're destroying our forest the gods are becoming dumb they're becoming weaker and the humans are killing them and it just shows in such like a balanced way of like well there's no true like evil here like everyone's got wrong in them because they just want to kill each other i just think it's like Honestly, if you've not like sat down and watched it properly, I can only recommend. Okay, I'll add that. So it is like list. so because um, I remember me and I think it was my friend Megan were talking about it, but it was the way that it's obviously Eastern because it's Japanese, mm. and it's the way that environmentalism was described in that film and like made digestible for children, mm. in terms of like American films, and it was like pollution was always a big bad that you could like destroy. Um, I think there was like a film with Tim Curry in it where he like his character was pollution and he was like this big ball of smoke and it was just like something they killed him at the end I was like yeah 
climate sh- like climate saved environment mm. is protected mm. rather than being this like complex thing where there's no true winner like if you if the like gods in the forest won then all the humans would die and this is a society that's like built on balance and respect and feminism and protecting other people within your community then if the people in iron town won then the animals would be destroyed and it's just like way to live and like coexist in balance and I just think it's like the whole part was like balance and harmony within mm. nature. No, that's cool. And I allowing like it. To, honestly, we should watch it. It is brilliant film, and oh, it's so gorgeous. It is. It's such I, a good watch. I think that something like that though would kind of like show the attachment to things more though. Like that film that you said about mm. Tim Curry. I've never seen it. Oh, I haven't. But like, if I was to see something like that, it would kind of just further show the detachment yeah. from. Like, like nature who, and yourself, yeah, like responsibility. Yeah, like nature what we are doing. Yeah. Whereas, like, a film like the one that you said mm. is, like... Yeah, it's, like... It's a like, nice way to kind of yeah. re- represent it. And, like, leading that back to, like, veganism, vegetarianism, I feel like it's, like, the balance of, like, taking your own personal responsibility of your impact rather than, like, sort of, in the example of Matthew, of, like, he's fighting a big bad, but mm. the big bad can start with you and start with your own personal, like, problems... So, like, for example, you need, we need to watch it so you can understand this more. But, like, um, everyone in Iron Town had, had, like, a personal vendetta against each of the forest gods because they'd, like, it would be their husbands that were killed by them. So they were like, okay, I'm going to kill that thing. I'm gonna... And then it was more complex than that because they were getting, they were destroying the forest that mm. they needed to use to grow mm-hmm. rather than, like, a thing called pollution that was a big ball of smoke that was destroying the town and sang a really, that's actually a fucking crack song that Tim Curry <laughs> sings in it. But yeah, and it's like the idea of big bad rather than like realising and looking inward on your own impact in the environment. Mm. So I always like try and reflect on that. And as much as like I understand veganism to a certain point, I try and like balance that with like obviously my work here at SRI and like my general goals impact on the environment to like put my hands in the dirt and be like, I am doing something to help. And then my own personal like eating habits as well as like trying to preserve my own personal health, well-being and just general happiness within what I eat and content with myself and then further when any policies and things like signing a petition and signing a petition not driving and walking meat consumption going out working for a company talking to members of the public through work or like actually physically putting a seal back in the water or like habitat restoration with Jesh planting a tree Mm. like it's just I feel like it's balance of like understanding what you're fighting for big bad of like American standards you know the American films that are made and then the actual like reconnection with nature and your own like self and knowing what you can take and give back I just think like balance is like a really important thing for me in that sense in like my eating habits which I always I do like that I am going to counter it though do it yeah in the nicest way possible is that just a way for you to like appease your your conscience like in what sense? Because, you know, you say you know you know you're you're doing your bit by being a vegetarian, mm-hmm. but like the things that you are wanting to, you know, um, avoid like the mm-hmm. abuse of animals and things like that by not buying the meat, mm-hmm. but still consuming the byproducts. It's allowing those businesses to run to continue to run because. Mm-hmm. They overlap, so the, you know, the dairy industry is the meat, meat industry, industry yeah. you know, and the egg industry is the poultry industry, mm-hmm. and it's all connected. So by continuing to fund those activities, you know, are you making a, a bigger 
impact, you know, that you think you're making? Um, I mean, like, I guess it's all I can really... I mean, I can, like, not eat things or eat things or consume things or not consume things till I'm, like, blue in the face, but I, like, once again, I've, like, sort of allowed myself to put those restrictions in place in regard of, like, like I said before, of just, like, mental health and, like, physical health mm. and of those things. And, like, just because I'm vegetarian doesn't mean I don't eat vegan. Mm. Like, I... It's... Rather than being one for all, like all plunging in I'm more I'm I won't go any further that I'm not going to eat meat and I'm not going to go into the meat eating scale of it I'll only go further in like sitting at a vegetarian I'll always like reach onto that side of the table if you know what I mean yeah so I don't know I could sit here and like feel really guilty about it but like I not that I'm not trying to no 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 I know but like you know like the idea of like conscience and stuff like that like Mm. I I don't think anyone's conscience really clear in like this society. Once I said like as a vegan, you eat at McDonald's mm-hmm. occasionally. Like, you could sit and f- beat yourself up about that, or you can change your diet, or you could like not buy bottled water that's like supplied by Coke and things like that, because obviously there are big impacts on the environment. All these like different like products that you still consume. I feel like if you think about it hard enough, you're not gonna want to be in society <laughs> because of- yeah, no. Sometimes I just don't want to. Yeah, which is, like, same, because you just want to, like, go and, like, live in the woods, which is always the goal. But um, I don't know. I just feel like I've put my restrictions in place and I've had a good think about myself and, like, my active activities that I do and then my diet and stuff like that. And I do eat vegan. I would cook vegan. And that I enjoy oat milk. Um, I like soy milk and stuff like that. Like, it's just... I don't know. I, I, I try not to beat myself up about it too much because mm. I know that it's probably not like ideally it's probably not like very safe practically for me to go vegan just like for my own diet and other things like that so own personal reasons I probably wouldn't go vegan fully but like doesn't mean I can't indulge and no like, I, w- I want to know because like for me I I really believe that living a vegan life is the best thing you can do for the world mm-hmm. so I want to know why people aren't doing it to understand it more so what what would be your or do you do you agree with me like regardless of mm-hmm. your own uh kind of feelings do you think that a vegan life is the best way that you can I mean, make like, that impact on yeah i do think it's it's very very practical way to do it and i like yeah i think it's a great way to like reduce your impact as well and like clear your conscience in that sense and be as mm. like I don't know sort of in the clear as possible and as in your like direct impact on the environment but I, I'm just yeah I, I, I wouldn't say it's not but I don't know I'm not gonna like shit on vegetarianism I love it it's great but <laughs> no obviously because you are vegetarian <laughs> no but I don't think it's like rather than it being like vegan versus vegetarian like we're all fighting the meat eaters and it's all like we've got the best lifestyle because x y z and then vegetarians like oh they're kind of there but they're not i just think in that sense like we're both trying to do Mm. our part and we both decided like practically because i'm so like against the narrative of just being like this is the best and we're fighting that one and it's one or the other i'm like okay yeah like each impact has an impact i'm not really making sense of the matter but you know what i mean like um, no i know what you mean rather than it being one or the other and like to the death Mm. or being like veganism is the best and it's the only way because 
this and this and I'd be like okay yeah but if you think about it constructively and if you think about like your own personal um I don't know drawbacks on things and any impact you make is a good impact and especially like everyone here there's a lot of meat eaters here but they're still doing like phenomenal phenomenal work as well but yeah I do think veganism does reduce your impact as much as possible in regards of eating but not in regards of consumption like you can never like the truly be- if we're talking about the truly best way it's the hillbilly that lives in the mountains like True. she's like if you yeah, think well, it, like, if you think it's gonna have an impact it's just how yeah how i like big of an impact. i mean like obviously it does like if you're not eating eggs and you're not eating um all those things like what is it like beans don't eat like it's in comparison to vegetarians it's like few it's not actually many products yeah it's just anything that comes from an animal yeah so but then i just think like production like whenever i say like vegetarianisms like i say a lot of things it's Mm. just like yeah i'm a vegetarian but it doesn't mean i'm only vegetarian like there's a vegan meal i wouldn't be like (laughs) like if you know what i mean yeah like um do you think the 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 kind of society's view of vegetarianism has changed because like sometimes i i watch back like episodes of friends Mm -hmm. and phoebe is vegetarian Mm mm-hmm and when was that? That was the 90s and early 2000s. And she and was like the weirdo of the group. She is the weirdo. And it's the, like the show paints her as a weirdo mm-hmm. as in terms of... Um, she was always seen as like an extremist in the ground scene of things. Like, yeah. She got on. Like okay. the, the way jokes were played was at the... You know, the butt of the joke was vegetarianism. Yeah, or it was just like, oh, she's a bit fucking nutty, isn't she? Yeah. She's one of them vegetarians. Mm. Yeah. And I do think there's like a lot of... Now, obviously, as with anything, someone's got to be the butt of the joke for some reason. Mm. So now vegetarianism is a lot more... It's just like, oh, you're vegetarian? Sick. And it's a lot more common where people think like, in the way people viewed vegetarianism a few years ago as being outlandish it's now veganism mm. and I do think that will change because there are more people that can be vegetarian more vegetarian options all these other things going mm. on and forth as will be with vegans and then it'll be someone else someone else that comes in with even more like the hillbilly that lives in like that lives in the mountains is going to come along and people are going to go off the grid like I just think if there's one there's going to be another that's even more True, there's always going to be someone there's to always going to be more extreme the finger at. yeah do you uh, I was I was looking at the percentages of vegetarians and vegans mm-hmm. do you want to have a guess of like in terms of world populations i feel like it's probably i feel like it's le- it's it's definitely less than half a veg i feel like we're talking about 20 percent vegetarian and then i feel like it's like probably like less than 10 percent vegan what the world yeah well so, so I, I read a few the, the one uh there's one in america mm-hmm. where it looked at it like five years ago and it looked at it now mm-hmm. so about five years ago, about two point five percent of America was vegetarian, mm-hmm. and about um, I think it was like zero point six percent was vegan, mm-hmm. and now it's increased, but still like from what you've just said, uh, like only five percent of Americans are vegetarian, yeah, and two point five percent are vegan. Yeah, it's like insane. But if you, if you think that's like that's. Still that's still about 15 million people yeah, in America that's vegetarian. Yeah, it's still like a lot of people. So if you think 15 million people not eating meat. Mm-hmm. And I think I read another one, it was like 10% of the whole world are either vegetarian, flexitarian or vegan. Yeah. So that's like... Um, that That's like millions of people mm-hmm. not 
Yeah, because if you think of it percentage, it almost seems small. I know. But yeah, but I just think, yeah, it's just, there's always, I think people think of like vegetarianism as like a door to veganism. It's like the gateway drug of mm-hmm. eating healthier, not even healthier, eating like more sustainable. But I don't know. I just think if you focus so much on like there's veganism and there's vegetarianism, there's flexitarianism, rather than just being like there's more eating more sustainably and I do that through this method and I reduce okay. my meat consumption completely and I don't eat any meat and they're like, okay, I reduce my consumption of animal products completely. Yeah. But I just think people get some bo- so bombed down by labels and like mm. obviously in the way people take pride in them, like you're obviously very proud to be a vegan and very yeah. proud to be a vegetarian, but like... I would introduce myself more as like, yeah, I don't eat meat, rather than being like, I'm vegetarian, because then people are like, oh, like, it just feels a lot more formal. Because mm-hmm. then if I don't eat meat, that could also mean I'm vegan, or it can mean I'm flexitarian, or it can mean I'm vegetarian. It just sort of gets my bases across that I'm like, not for that. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? I, I, I admire your laid back view i'm the opposite of that i need i want to i need to know i need to know what's going on yeah it's like, to, tell me now <laughs> this is i need to know how i'm living my life i need to yeah. know why i'm doing the i mean like i know and like this is the same like we oh you like, don't need to explain to people then yeah that's like more that's probably more the point i've got because like, we were talking about things like sexuality and stuff like that mm-hmm. like i would like say i'm one thing but like I know I'm actually not. It's just I find it easier for other people to digest and I can't be bothered to explain it to them. I get that, yeah. So it's like that sort of thing. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm like bisexual and then it's actually, I'm like, I'm not, I'm like pansexual. But mm. like, like, oh, you've got pots and pearls. It's like, <laughs> it's like that sort of like, um, I think it's just that sort of vibe. But then either way, it's like under the label or like for years, like I would just say I was queer. Mm. I think it's like, a, obviously very vastly different things of what you're consuming. Oy. <laughs> but it would be like um, it's just that sort of I don't know restriction that you've or like it's just that umbrella that you fall under and I I think of it more as just your own personal journey to get there like if you were like you get like I think you can you can get loads of vegans I remember seeing this thing and this vegan was saying he would he's always been vegan like for years he's been vegan and he's takes great pride in it but under certain circumstances he would eat animal products so he was saying like he ordered Chinese and he ordered this thing that was vegan and they gave him this product I think had egg whites in it mm. and he was like if I don't eat this it's going for the bin like no one's here to eat it I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be in a position where I can give this to someone it's going for the bin it's waste so he would he would never eat meat he said he was never gonna eat meat but if it was in a sensor it was going for the bin he would consume it because then it's just like like this is one thing it's food mm. and that's like a waste mm. And it's another thing, it's just, it's there and it can provide him nutrition. And it was like, and he wasn't in a position to like call the restaurant, but it was just like an example. I do get that because I'm a big one on like, I none of my money goes into... Yeah, and it's like he didn't pay for it. He didn't ask for yeah. it. He didn't, he didn't provide... So you're not... What's the, it called? Like he didn't provide the um, demand for it. It yeah. just happened to be given mm. to him. And he's like, this is for the bin if I don't eat it. I, I used to be like that if, if I was if I was to go around to my ex-girlfriend's parents' house mm-hmm. and they've made me food. Mm-hmm. You know, I've not paid for it. It's already been made. Yeah. I used to eat it, but then... But you're like, you would still... That doesn't make you, like, any less vegan. Like, Darren, whenever he was at my parents' house, because they buy vegetarian and stuff mm-hmm. for me, and they would also, like, if I was there, they would eat vegetarian. Because, like, convenience, dad, like, fucking almond and about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want the steak. But, um, obviously, corn isn't vegan. Mm-hmm. And he would, like one part of awkwardness because it was whenever we were like sort of new in our relationship and he's like Linda I'm not vegan I'm not eating it 
But um, and she didn't know, so that's mm. why she bought corn because she knew it was veggie. She knew it wasn't meat, and she didn't realize it had egg whites in it. And he like ate it and enjoyed it, and he said thank you. But like, mm. there was, it, you know, it was sort of. I see. I couldn't do that now. I don't think. Yeah. I, I no. I know I couldn't do that. I I wouldn't. I I think it's more the fact that I don't want to consume something where someone has suffered to. See, I'd be the same, like, even, like, in a situation of waste. Like, I remember in work a while ago, this was, like, ages ago now, but whenever I worked in the bar, it was a wedding. Mm. And they fucking... It was such a strange time, but they had their dinner, and then they had a buffet, like, ten minutes later, so obviously no one ate it, because it was just, like, Subway sandwiches, and it was all meat. And I, I was like, there were so many sandwiches, and so much of it was going to waste, but I was like, I don't want to fucking eat meat. And I was really hungry, mm. and it was literally going for the bin. I think I gave some of it to, like, they was, they was, like down the road, there's a few homeless people. So I gave them the sandwiches, but I was like, even if it wasn't, I probably would have just let it go to the bin. Mm. Like, I was not free in it because it had meat in it. And I was just, and that was very, very, that was like, oh, I wasn't a vegetarian for like a few months. Mm. But like the thought of it, like turned my stomach. Like just the thought of eating meat. Yeah. Like I just, I, I would not enjoy it. People always ask me like, oh, if you were on a desert island mm-hmm. and you had to kill and eat a pig, would yeah, you do like, it? Yeah, it's like, well, like, yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> no, honest, know, like I, in I, all honesty, I would yes. say like, well, you know, ideally, no, because yeah. my morals aren't going to change just because of my location. But, you know, I can't Needs say how, I, how I'm going to feel yeah. if I'm stuck. I've never, <laughs> fortunately, I've never been in a situation where I am so hungry. Yeah, where you like... I would... I have to it's eat like, something. What is that? Is that like a straw man? Like, it's a fallacy or something? Whenever it's like someone in a debate, they just like make this such a hollow statement yeah. to make you admit something you don't want to admit. Mm. Like, well, if you were dying, if you're yeah. like, some gun to your head, would you but eat a bit the, of meat? And I was like, probably. I don't know. I'm like, one, of the, one of the first things Ben said l- l- last mm. week on the podcast, I said, you know, why aren't you vegan? And he said, well, if I was a caveman, I was like, right, but you're not a caveman, <laughs> you're not a caveman Ben. <laughs> ben, you, you live. <laughs> yeah, it's like you live in a house It's like in the thing with Matthew. It's like in, in that situation, you're like, yeah, but you're not in that situation, babes. <laughs> I think because I, I listened to that podcast as well, and mm-hmm. I think one of the things that you said was like, you're in a position of privilege where you can choose not to eat meat, mm-hmm. and then it's like some people will be like, will be like, well, what if you weren't? And it's like, but I'm not in mm-hmm. that position where I yeah. don't. Where like I, you can think where about I can only these. afford to have meat. Yeah. So like. Obviously, you said that you felt that it was your kind of duty to yeah, to not eat so. meat because you, you were privileged enough. So Yeah, you can like, have all these hypotheticals to your blue in the face, but also, like, in the sense, like, cause like every time Matthew brings up, like, yeah, like, can had this sort of things I grew up on, couldn't afford it, whatever it was. Mm. And it's like, yeah, 100%, but if we're in positions of privilege because corn's not cheap, tofu's certainly not, mm. all these different, like, alternatives that provide you the... Pro- or even just, like, the vitamins that you need to be a vegan as well because, obviously, you're, like, deprived of other things that you would get. Um, like, it is a privilege to be able to do that and you can be very proud of it and very as long as you're very aware of these things, if you're a vegan and then someone that wants to reduce their impact or even vegetarian... Or whatever it is, just not eating meat because you're in a position where you can. Someone you're making up for someone that maybe can't afford to, yeah. Or put, being in a position, or even more so, you're leaving more food on the table for someone else if you're not taking the cheaper items. Like you know what I mean. But yeah, I just think it's all that sort of balance. But as well as this, all these things go hand in hand. Like if you were like a vegan and didn't give a shit about the environment, <laughs> like mm. like if you were a vegan, then you weren't like because obviously like, you're in a position right now where you're just like like as we like as we all are like we none of us eat meat and um we're obviously helping the environment directly like physically like next week we're going to be planting trees with gestational habitat restoration and um like we're caring like putting wind care on seals and releasing them to the ocean and Mm. 
educating the public directly. Mm. We're in such a position where we're so like our houses don't even provide meat because we're in such a position of just environmental sustainability. Yeah. Which is such a privilege to be in. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, and we're also the none situation we're in at the minute. It's yeah. harder to not be. Yeah, it's like effort to than, get me, and it's effort to yeah. get in a car. Like we can only use public transport because none of us have like access to cars. So we're not like producing that sort of emissions. We're all in such a small shared space. We're not putting the heater on as much because we body heat and it's expensive. <laughs> all these things where we're reducing our absolute just impact on anything because mm. we're in such a tight space. We're basically mm. all nine of us or seven of us now. I think are like working as one person in the house mm-hmm. and we're just like such an impactful member of the public at the moment which is brilliant <laughs> it feels a lot warmer with more people <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like all cozy now like. but yeah it's like that thing so um i don't know it's just i think it's all balanced like us like us in this house right now are probably working overtime for one person next door mm-hmm. or whatever it is and i just think there's balance in that so it doesn't mean that you can't do other things. It doesn't mean that they shouldn't still make do their part. But someone going above and beyond does enable someone else to... Slack off a bit. Or at least take their time to go above and beyond. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what I mean with balance and like getting back in, getting... Accepting that there has to be balance, once again, unless you're on the mountain. someone if it was in their religion mm-hmm. to eat meat and their family were massive meat eaters mm-hmm. and they would have to go against their family their traditions their whole culture to turn vegan what would you advise them because if the family are going to be disappointed in them well that's the same aren't going to provide food for them yeah i mean that's and the same as and anything quite young how would you because I know I wasn't allowed to go vegetarian when I was younger. Yeah. My family did not allow it. Yeah. I mean, that's always, like, personal things. Like, <clears throat> like I mean, you can only advise someone so much. And also, in that situation, if they want to, they clearly know. They have all the information. And it's, like, a in that rare occasion of just, like, tradition, I suppose. It's, like, you could do things externally and you could still do your part in other ways until you get in a position where you can work up to that but that's why it's like it's so important to just focus on like what you can do to improve in the future and what you can do to like grow and stuff like that i think it's like what you can do to improve right now as well yeah like so say if you you know if you couldn't be vegetarian until you moved out of the family house, mm-hmm. then taking, taking yeah. like present time to do other stuff mm-hmm. that will kind of... And then if you're currently in that position, working to be that person yeah. where you can yeah, exactly. be what you want it to be. But the thing about religion, I, I, you know, everyone's entitled to their own religion and, mm-hmm. and their own views and how they want to live their life, but in any other scenario, you would draw the line yeah. in harming others. Yeah. Like, if... In a certain, you know, religious group, there are are extremists. There's mm. extremists in every form. If there's an extremist in a certain religion that goes, you know, beyond the teachings of that religion to cause harm to others, yeah, you would you would go against that. So it's mm. the same thing as you can't harm another mm. for your own beliefs, and in that same, you can't kill an animal because it's your belief. You, you can't take the life of another. Mm. to perform s- something that you believe in that's that's wrong you can believe whatever you want 
But if you kill another, that's wrong. But some some religions think that some animals are sacred and some aren't. Yeah, well, so that's for like example, I think in religion. They think it's that like cows, cows, yeah, and then like yeah. pigs are dirty. Yeah, so it's like so pigs aren't getting eaten, and then cows aren't getting eaten for like two different, completely re- like completely different reasons. It's more the, it's more they do, they're not, they wouldn't harm one because they they think it's sacred, but they'd harm the other because they don't think it is, and but because of the religion and because they've been taught that since like from a young age, so. In effect, if you do want to like convert people to veganism, you're gonna have to start going into changing religious views as well, which is even deeper, and that's gonna take more time to get veganism across the world. The amount of different religions that we've got going on, like see, like most religions are like, yeah, it's just I do understand. I do I understand where you're coming from, but I know what you're using that as an excuse for like you and other people not to go vegan because I'm not using it as an excuse. No, but you can't you in a sense that, you know, oh but what about all these other people? You know, it's like that sense of well that's not that's not you in that moment and you can make your no, own decisions. I've got, I've got other I've got other reasons, but this is for other people. Yeah, and I'd, it's one of those things like if you've got a young person who thinks, you know, yeah, I've grown up and, you know, we have the right to kill these animals. It's just about educating them, you know, flipping, take them to a slaughterhouse and watch them rip See, the head off a pig. That's the thing, though. That's, like, what we were, like, what I think Heather was, like, so me and Heather were sort of saying there. But it's, like, um, the disconnection between that. Mm-hmm. People don't associate cow mm. on a plate to cow in a field. Like, you can see a cow in a field mm. literally next to, like, beef on a plate and you will not... Like you're so disconnected mm-hmm. to one being. And that's just like society as well. Like, yeah, society, yeah, yeah. You know, but that, yeah, it is, and it's the sort of like if you think about it, like meat consumption's almost gone above and beyond, like in that yeah. sense where it's like it's so disconnected where you're not even like eating it for nutrition. It's just for the sake of eating it. People aren't even like considering any sort of alternative to eating meat because it's so just what's done, mm-hmm. which is like and there's understandable. Like, there's like so many meat options as well, like you know microwavable meat and everything you yeah know, and it's so convenient they don't have like nutritional value but yeah. you just eat them because they're yeah convenient and it's they're just like, available i remember seeing this video and it was talking about like coca-cola and it was saying how like originally coca-cola was like it was medical because <laughs> it had like yeah. it didn't have it had like cocaine or something in it like it actually had like medical purposes and then it was used for whatever mm. and then now people are just consuming it for the sake of it like it has absolutely no value it only any like effect it has on has on you is negative it doesn't provide you like doesn't even make you hydrated like mm. you're I, I think, like i think research like that as well is so um interesting because i mean like they literally used to medicate cigarettes mm-hmm. you know to, but to it's heal like that, things yeah, and then as obviously we've gone on we've realized that oh yeah. oh wait that's not healthy and it's so like that whole balance thing where people are going to realize that there's like as much as there's like an over consumption of meat in the sense that it's so in demand and it's so just regular it's so regulated and it's so just such a giant corporation but in the sense people are in their own reflection being like do i actually need to eat meat for this meal like do i need to have chicken or can i just have a vegetarian option and people like the idea of like flexitarian or whatever it is or just like meatless mondays mm. like they don't think of it as an option because it's so just not in their vocabulary or like not in their like cognitive thinking to be like oh mm. well i don't need to <laughs> Like, you know, I just think, like, that's a big part of the conversation as well. And then when you 
dip your toe in, you tend to be a bit like, oh yeah, yeah, maybe I won't. Because that's like I sort of slipped into it, and it was only whenever I like once I as I hit the start, went to Glasgow to go see Shakira, and we, she was just like, oh yeah, like she just made it seem really easy, mm. and then I was so just like I was not eating meat, not as any form of protest or any mm. form of like ethical it was just convenience and i was like i was shit at cooking chicken and it gave me the fear because it gets pink and it's <laughs> terrifying and then i was like okay it's kind of expensive and it's more inconvenient for me to go and then i have to like thaw things and it wasn't just chopping up some vegetables and putting it in a pan all these different things and then you just sort of realize wait it is actually extremely easy and almost like the label of like vegetarianism or veganism put me off a bit because it seemed like such a big step when it's really, really not. Mm. Like, if you think of, like, the difference in our diet, it's really not that extreme. No. Like, and I think it's, that's why I get so, like, wrapped up about, like, people being so focused on labels, because it does make it seem a bit, like, intense mm. whenever it's not. It's, and then I think that's what is a big part of what holds people back. I think people forget it's, like, a spectrum as well. Mm. So, like, vegetarian and veganism is on a spectrum. It's yeah. not that you're either one or the other. Yeah. Like, you can kind You're of, either, like, meat you eater can, or not yeah. eating meat, and then like you can kind of that. swim your way into veganism yeah. from vegetarianism. It's not that you have to be, like... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Two different, completely completely separate labels, you Yeah, because, like, whenever I was, like... Whenever me and Darren were cooked together a lot, like, I was eating vegan all the time. But I was still... Say I was vegetarian, but I was, like, probably, like, say for two weeks in a row, I would only eat vegan. But I was still say I was vegetarian because I wasn't actively, like even like like I said before, before I became vegetarian, I was eating vegetarian. But I just didn't say. I was. So do you ever think about the idea of, say, if you just think of it like that as kind of a diet, mm-hmm. you know, in a diet you can have a cheat meal. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the idea that you can't have a cheat meal when you're talking about? Like, the lives of animals. Like, what do you mean? Okay. So, so in terms of um, vegetarianism (laughs) or or veganism, say, you know, I'm vegan, or or like flexitarian, so I'm vegan, but then every so often I'll have something with egg in it or Mm. I'll have something that has milk in it. Mm. But it's, you know, it's just a one-off. But... To make to have that ingredient in that product, someone has suffered along that line. Mm. Whether it's an egg, a male chicken has died in that production. Mm. A a female chicken has survived in horrendous conditions to produce that egg from that moment to be in that meal. A baby calf has been taken away from its mother to provide that milk, mm. has lost its life has been forced to be pregnant for nine months. Someone has suffered along that line. Mm. So there's no such thing as a cheat meal. That's the kind of idea. Do, do you ever think about that? Honestly, no. <laughs> like, mm. every, whenever, um, I just, I, I don't know. It's like, what, like I was going back to. It's just, I just do what I can. And I'm very content where I am. And I feel pretty secure in my eating habits and things like that. And obviously, it's horrible. And I fully agree with that and I do eat vegan and I do reduce my consumption of other things like that and I'm aware of it like I'm not like once again like I the levels of which apart from like eggs just because I have it with like lunch and stuff like I don't really like I'm not big on cheese not big on dairy just because I don't like the taste 
and apart from just like the byproducts of like in chocolate and like actual like packaged things of that sense like I wouldn't really eat it but I don't know I just I'm very content where I am and I could sit there and I could be crying while having my lunch but I'm <laughs> I'm not <laughs> and it's not like I don't think it makes I don't think it makes our ethics any different and I don't think I don't think it's like a high horse sort of thing where I'm like oh yeah well like I can look past this I just I don't know I don't think it's for me it's it's I don't think we have the same sort of like I in that sense you know whether I'm eating an egg mm. I'm not like picturing that but then could I don't mean to like jump in but then could you say that that's down to the detachment yeah probably yeah so it would be like it's yeah it's like the detachment of it yeah. but then from all these other reasons of like balance and like veganism and stuff like that like I said before I'm just like and I know it's like it's hypocrisy as everything else is I go back to the mountain man he is the only one that's truly real but um uh, yeah it's detachment and I'm just I'm well aware of hypocrisy in that sense because it's like for, it's for other reasons I allow myself that okay 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 Right, last question, Heather. What? Why have you become interested in vegetarianism? Out because that, the point of this is to speak to people like you who, before, were meat eaters, but now you've you've said that you're kind of interested in reducing that and things like that. So I want to know. I want to get through to people like you. So what? What has, what has changed your mind over the last month? Well, I think. For me personally, it was coming here because, like, meat's not readily available. And like I've said, it's more difficult to not be vegetarian than it is mm. to be vegetarian. So that was, like, the main thing, like, because it was just so easy to just not eat meat. Um, but then I think it's just funny how quickly I went off it. Like, after a couple of weeks, I would think about eating chicken. I would literally feel sick. I'd be like, like, I've always been, like touchy about the texture of meat mm. like I've always been kind of when I was eating chicken like the texture of it I wouldn't like and then I'd be so worried that it would paint that it was pink um and like I didn't like beef that much I didn't really eat it unless it was like lasagna like I ate that a little bit but not like beef burgers and stuff um but yeah like after a couple of weeks I just was kind of like like I couldn't I didn't think I had the stomach for it anymore <laughs> like I kind of think about eating meat now and I feel a bit queasy um so and then so obviously like it, it mostly for me it's just easier to be vegetarian um and then just kind of like listening to you talk about the detachment and everything has made me think more about like serious vegetarianism and then veganism as well um so like I mean I don't eat eggs like on their own like I still eat products that have them as buy buy stuff in them so like you know chocolate cookies whatever um, but like I've I've got like vegan mayo, vegan butter, you know, like just trying to kind of cut down a lot on, you know, like the big things. Mm. Um, I think for me personally, right now, like I'm kind of happy, kind of doing this little thing, just because it's quite a big change from, you know, being in a house where meat was like eaten every single day. Only like what six weeks ago, I was kind of in that house and kind of eating meat every week at least. Um, but like I think for me personally just I'm happy being where I am now and then I, I think the you know like we were talking about like mental health and everything like the behaviours 
of kind of checking the the nutrients and everything would just be kind of like just I'm not in the place to kind of do that right now. So yeah. Cool. No, I know I come across as like Mr. Vegan, but like it took <laughs> me a few years. Like yeah, yeah. I cut down. Like I only ate meat. Um, on weekends mm-hmm. and then I only ate meat when I went out and then it took me a while to get rid of eggs and milk and stuff like that like I, I, I know it's easy for me to sit on my high horse and be like I'm vegan yeah, yeah. everyone do it but immediately like, yeah, yeah yeah but it took me a few years it is difficult yeah. and but once you understand it and once you get there it's easy yeah but it's just kind of getting through that that's why it's called passing through a vegan yeah. door <laughs> yeah. um, that's like the name of the that's movie. the name of the movie <laughs> um cool well yeah no that's cool because it's like i suppose it's that's why things like veganuary is popular because you just just give it a try yeah do you know what i mean and then you realize it's actually quite easy and it It is like i didn't realize how easy it would it was to just eat vegetarian Mm. like in fact most of the meals that i have like breakfast and lunch are vegan and Mm. like i don't even think about it they just are like yeah yeah i'd say like like at least like half of the week I'd eat vegan. Yeah. Like the only thing I really eat that isn't vegan regularly is corn, mm. and then mm. like the odd egg whenever I have lunch. It is. It is just to like and that's just eat like, vegan normally. Like for me, I check everything because if I accidentally do it, I will be upset. Like that's just for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just really easy. Yeah, that's why I'm not too like. I'm not like I'm one thing like beat myself up or anything like that, and I'm not like oh my god like because uh, I know I eat vegan, mm. and I know I do like I. Like, the worst I would ever do is eat, like, I don't know, just, I'm, I'm not eating meat, and I reduce my consumption of different products, and I'm aware of, like, the companies that I buy from and things like that, and general impact on the environment. It's just, like, living as a person. Oh, mountain man. But, like... <laughs> How many times? Stop breaking him up. Are you I being sponsored him. or something? I am sponsored by mountain, mountain man. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, to say, once again, to say vegetarianism, it does mean veganism. Like, in that sense of just... I, it's not just one or the other. Mm. It's always a bit of both, at the very least. Cool. Like there's always like sort of like that secret of vegan. I don't know. Like I just think it's I I think it's like uh, in my own just like view of things. I think it's silly to be, so like vegetarian is over there and beans over here. I'm just like yeah. yeah. You're like if you're one, you're probably the other unless you're like, mm. so far like off the edge on that sense. But yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's nice to hear. It's cool to hear other people's perspectives because, like, for me, I, I can only judge my own experiences. So it's that's why I like doing this because you can, mm-hmm. like, for me, when I was in that transitioning stage of, I don't know, I don't know what I'm allowed. I'm not what I'm allowed because I can do whatever I want. But what, you know, were my own. Where your moral like, compass was yeah. at that at that stage, you know, I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing this, this, and then this meal I have an egg in it. I'm just like, yeah, but I like mm. so as soon as I like my my family thinks I'm picky, but I'm not. Like I I know what I would never eat, mm-hmm. and I'll eat everything else. Do you know what I mean? I'm, that's not picky. I I know. It's not like oh maybe I know. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I know what I will eat and what I won't eat. Yeah, there's no one around. Yeah, so as soon as I got to that stage, it's like the happiest I've been. You know, I I know now, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with what where I am in that in that sense. Yeah, I'd say yes, I'd be similar, but yeah, I just think I'm 
But I understand where you're coming yeah, from as well. Yeah, my only like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just, I think it's, as it's well, so like, like one or the other you, and you, it's with everything, it's always so one or the other whenever it doesn't have to be. Yeah, like you've only been vegetarian for like seven months? Yeah. Like less seven. than a year. Yeah. So I think obviously thinking about how you took like two to three years to become vegan, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, if someone says they're vegetarian now, then, you know, three years down the line, it might have changed. Yeah, like it's Even not like I see. Now, you know? Yeah, it's not. I don't see act, like actively see veganism as a goal or anything like that. I'm not really thinking about it. In that sense, I'm just sort of like vibing. But like once again, yeah. it's you never know. Yeah, it's like the flexitarian of the not meat any like of like not eating meat community. Mm. It's just like I don't know. It's just, that's always, why it's crazy when people say, "Oh, I can." It's never, always movement within. I can never be vegan. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. that's silly. Like I think I shared something that's on my Instagram. So yeah, I know you have said that, but like everyone who's vegan was once not vegan. Yeah, I wasn't vegan like th- two, three years ago. Yeah. I I used to say I could never be vegan. I would never ever be vegan, yeah. and now I'm vegan. There's like one thing I would I wouldn't be like I would just like there's one thing but I'd never be vegan. I'd be like I'd never eat vegan. I think it's like two different things. But like, I'd never eat vegan. I'd be like I just don't like you're just like I, should, I want to butcher a cow somewhere mm. that sort of thing. Rather than me, I can never be vegan. But I can never commit to that sort of lifestyle and say. Like that, that sentence doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. I, I, I never want to live a life where I'm not harming an animal. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah. To. But I do believe you should never say that you should. You would never be any. You would never be something. I mean, you. But you, well, you might have said that a few years. Ago. I, yeah. I. I do that. I. That's so how I can. Like, I'm only speaking in hindsight. That's what I was about to say. Like you're in hindsight currently. Hundred percent. Yeah. And so, I, I might. In a few years' time, I might think I will think differently to how I think now mm-hmm. but I'm aware of that now yeah, so like you could be in a position a few years like from now and be like oh yeah like I can't believe I ever bought store products I, never, I can't believe yeah. I ever like went to the shop and didn't like, yeah, grow my own 100%. vegetables mm-hmm. in that sense I think like hindsight's twenty twenty, and then like looking back on things because I mean I was always like mum always said I was destined to just not eat meat in some sense like be vegetarian just because the way I, like my the way I used to eat mm. <laughs> like always because I just I was so picky with meat um, and I, I think I don't even know what I used to eat it was just spaghetti bolognese like, <laughs> it was like the only meat I was really passionate <laughs> yeah. about um, but yeah like but I, don't, I just think like in hindsight obviously yeah you not, can't I'm say like, you'll never be you'll never not I mean, be something yeah, or I, mean, I, I think, say what you want I but think like, you forget as well though like people the people that are saying i like right now oh i can't be vegan mm. they're saying that for like different reasons yeah so they might be saying that because they're like like i said recovering from an eating disorder mm. and they can't physically think about being vegan right now because it's not in their recovery or yeah, yeah that makes sense. you know just like there's there's loads of factors yeah and so there's I think also like it's very personal like i mean yeah, like, say exactly. if right now i said i could never be vegan and then I could go in like a 20 minute in-depth conversation like we've just had and you'd be like, okay, actually you could be vegan. It's just like, if we weren't having that conversation, that would be where yeah. I would like allow mm-hmm. myself to believe you were, like allow you to believe where I'm at, where personally I think something, yeah. compl- I don't need like personally, like, if say, if I was like right now, I was like, I'd never be vegan, mm-hmm. which is obviously not true, but um, like I'd never be vegan. And then I'd be like, actually, you know, probably could get there on my own personal journey, but, like, that's not a conversation we need to have right now. Mm. And the same thing with, like, like I said, with, like, sexuality and stuff like that. I say I'm bisexual. I'm not. Yeah. It's just easier. Mm. I, th- I think it's, like, really important as well to kind of understand, like, people's personal story as mm. well. Like, mm. their, their personal story about why they are saying currently, I can't be vegan. Yeah, you know? and why they allow, like, and then yeah. allow them to be, like, get to hindsight. yeah. And, like, you know, educate them in a way that's, like, sensitive yeah. to why they're not 
yeah. why, why, why they're saying that right now. You know, no, that makes sense. I do. St- I know I struggle to do that sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but, which is why I wanted to start this podcast so I can t- start talking yeah. to people because <laughs> I am. I do. I am like, why isn't everyone vegan all the time? And I used to be like, I, I, I yeah. like that with so many things. I was so like anything. I believe, like, I used to get in like a lot of rows with my dad about everything because I was so like, I'm right. And even if I was, mm. he'd be like, shut the fuck up. Mm. Like, just <laughs> let me, let me, Pipe down. <laughs> like, let let me like earn your rightness, yeah. whatever it was. But like, it's like Matty Healy said, like in an interview ages ago, he was like, oh yeah, I used to be like an atheist, like, mm. in face atheist, and now I'm like an atheist. Like, you know, it's like it's whatever. Yeah. He used to be like slander any Christian that he met, and then he realized that actually like not every Christian is the way, like is like the big bad, and it's not like they're horrible people they're just people living their lives and I just think Mm -hmm. attitudes and stuff like that is important which is why I'm so like everything I do is very personal as much as I like and I would never promote sustainability from my own personal standpoint I would be I would give a broader I wouldn't be like well I would Mm. never do that because the X, Y, Z and I would never I would never I would never I would never I would be like yeah like As a personal thing, I wouldn't do that because of X, Y, Z. But you know what? This is the reasons why I've gotten there and this is how I've made it and I've mm-hmm. decided to go through this and then I had a bit of a turn this way mm-hmm. and this is why. And it's all very objective because then it's very... Everything's personal and like... To be fair, I was speaking to Maddie and she said that when she turned vegan, she was the aggressive vegan. It's always, the, it's always the way. year or two. Mm-hmm. And she said, I am still in the first year or two of veganism. Yeah, you're so in your atheist. I am <laughs> yeah. in my aggressive stage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully, for my own sake, yeah. I will come I'm, out of I'm that. pretty sure I listened to that podcast, though, and Maddie said, like, if someone had come up to her the way that she was coming up to people, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have been vegan. Yeah, yeah I know. It is that I'm idea very aware like... of that. And if I, I would, I'm the same. Yeah. If someone, if I came up to me <laughs> yeah. and was like, you're an idiot, go vegan. I'd be like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm out of spite, I'm not. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like attitudes and the way you like, because like you're always a representative of what you assign yourself to. Mm. So if, and I think that's very important, which I think why people think, because I don't know, in my head, whenever, just in media, whenever people have like, um, like, like we're saying with Phoebe, mm. like vegetarianism, mm-hmm. filthy little hippie. Yeah. Filthy little hippie. Yeah, yeah. Where like I'm a little vegetarian filthy little hippie and I'm like, okay, filthy little hippie, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but then you get like veganism, I think that the narrative that they're getting at the minute is like um just it's just a sign with extreme things. Like yeah. you see the um like all the like, stop oil. Yeah, I was just stuff, about to say yeah. like the just stop oil and all fucking like that's a vegan. And it's like, okay, and what of it? Like but it's just in the way people digest things and obviously you're not to be digested by someone that's not like what your purpose is to be understood by someone else. And mm. I think it's very personal, which is why I just think it's very important to sometimes disassociation from... I, I'm I'm really interested in kind of the the um, presentation of issues because the stop oil thing, what they're saying is right. Yeah. You can't deny that mm. we need to stop oil. It, but, it's You can't deny and it. And there's no right way to protest and there's no right way to do anything, but I just think they are the, the getting the limelight. The way they're doing it isn't, isn't good. Yeah, for their own cause. <laughs> for their own cause, yeah. It's not good. It's yeah. not getting the media that they want. It is coming, causing harm. Like the fact that, you know, you're blocking a road and then people are dying because the ambulances aren't getting them. Yeah. That's what Greta was interviewed by and said, you know, what do you think of this? And she said... You, you can't cause harm to other people. Mm. If that's what's happening, you need to change what you're doing. Yeah, like, and it's also like, yeah, and I think the lying on the road thing was only 
only sort of form of protest I was like, okay, that could make sense until they're blocking public transport and they're like tra- tram line, train lines and they're disrupting them. And I said, like, okay, that's public transport. You like that, remember? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and good. They're making the people that would take the bus to work take the car. Yeah, and know? it's like, because like, you can walk. And I'm like, but public transport, you've got to think, think critically. I know it's like yeah. a message and it, it, yeah. the message and it is, is getting yeah. out there. It's just... The problem yeah. is the message is getting out there though, but it's coming with a lot of negative baggage and especially with things like this and it's always in these sort of like controversial or just honestly important messages if a lot of the time whenever people go to extreme measures which is honestly a lot of the time necessary to get your point across or just be seen and get Mm. on the camera but it's so important the way you do it and it's so frustrating because you're like you're functioning within yeah your fun that you have to sort of play their rules to like break their game protesting is like a very difficult kind of thing because they'll slander you for anything yeah like, and it's like there's not you can't really win because like if you do it in a peaceful way you don't get as much attention mm-hmm. but then like you know say with the the people that were like lying on the roads and stuff mm-hmm. every single one of those people um that were like in the cars and were being blocked from work mm-hmm. are then going to have a negative association with yeah. the thing that they're trying to stop so say it was vegans mm-hmm. on the ground like stopping tr- like animal trucks or whatever mm-hmm. then the traffic that's been backlogged behind them gonna is going to have a reason. negative association with vegans then yeah, yeah. it's Which kind of inevitable so, like it's going to happen it, like as much as it's inevitable it is some of it is avoidable like with like black lives matter protests because obviously all this um like it all came up uh, um came up and it was covid and mm-hmm. they were obviously needed to protest and they're needed to be these rallies and need to be these marches but then people were condemning them because it was during covid mm. and it was like okay they were all wearing masks and there was yeah. that sort of stuff and there's there was no there you're always going to get picked at but yeah. you may as well just be as like plausible deniability as possible. Yeah. Or yeah. like, what the fuck did Van Gogh do? Man, like, why are you throwing shit yeah. at his painting? Like, he didn't do I think I think I saw an interview with one of the one of the people who were doing it, mm-hmm. and they said that it, like, like value art more. It was it wasn't anything to do with him as mm-hmm. an artist. It was just that it would get people's attention. Mm-hmm. So like it did work, and they you know what they set out to plan you know to do mm-hmm. did work, but. Like I said, then it had the negative baggage yeah. with it because then you think about, you know, the the oil like company thing, mm. and then you just think about how they almost ruined a painting. Yeah, like they didn't, but you know. But in terms of getting, we won't. I'll stop it in a minute. But <laughs> like get, getting a little like political is like the in terms of like protesting is a democratic right. Mm-hmm. Um when you start to cause criminal damage and you're breaking the law, mm-hmm. that is when it gets a bad rap and you're breaking the law, you're going to get arrested. Yeah, and you know that going in, like... Yeah, but when you are peacefully protesting mm-hmm. and you're not breaking any laws, it's your democratic right. It, it's like, it's what you learn in school. Like, you in democracy, you have the right to protest if you're not being treated fairly. Mm-hmm. That's the point of it. But now, you know, say, like, the train strikes... The government are bringing in, you know, laws to stop them striking, to because it's it's causing disrupt disruption, and it's you know, but they're not actually breaking any laws. Mm. So now they're putting restrictions on peaceful protests. Mm. You can understand why people are turning yeah. to yeah. non-peaceful protests. Yeah. So it's kind of a yeah. It's like there's like um. I just think, like, protest is, like, so interesting because it's been done in every single form because, obviously, like, desperation. People just need to get their message across. And whatever form there's... um, But, like, peaceful protests, especially whenever it's in terms of, like, disruption, Mm 
it's so difficult to like it's I want to be on just stops all sides so bad because I agree with what they're saying mm. but then it's just like you look fucking ridiculous and you're shit like you're cutting off your ear despite your face like that mm. sort of like just the thing is the, the women who fought to get the right to vote yeah in the early 1900s they're seen as heroes now but yeah, at, the time, at the time they were probably seen as yeah. crazy yeah. people yeah. jumping in front of horses and yeah and it was like in the um like obviously it's a bit niche but in uh, in the troubles there was the hunger strikes so mm. these men put in prison they were like revered now like in my time they had like flags up for them because mm. these men just starved themselves to death to protest the conditions that they were in in prison mm. and they like in the conditions of like the treatment of like catholic and northern Ireland, catholics in northern ireland and they just died they just withered away and died because they refused to eat for their cause and now they're revered because people were like holy shit right these people like they're not messing around Mm. and it was obviously it didn't cause harm to anyone but themselves but like that it's just like that form of protest and that form of like just desperation of getting their message across and it's just well on that happy note yeah (laughs) does anyone have any final thoughts that they'd like to make um i think so have you had a good time? You having a nice time? Yeah, I've had a great time. Okay. Have you had a good time? I've had a good time. Enjoyed good. my juice. Have you had a good time, Heather? I've had a great time. That's too. good. Yeah. Have you had a good time, Maya? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite hungry, actually. Anyone <laughs> well, want a burger? <laughs> right, thanks for listening. Talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal evil.